This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomowitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. In this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with John White, a composer and pianist, and his friend Andrea Rocker, a composer, guitarist and sound engineer. We spoke about John's album Electric Music, which was released in 2020 on the wonderful Italian label Ants. This double album features electronic music that John composed in the 1980s. Some of this music was composed for theatrical productions. Andrea has done a superb job in restoring and mastering the cassettes for this release. In our chat, we spoke about the ideas behind the pieces, the technology that John used, and the issues they faced in putting this release together. Hello, my name's John White, and uh, I uh, live in a house in London. I write a lot of music for theatre and uh, dance as well as uh, music that just occurs to me anyway. Hi, my name is Andrea, Andrea Rocca. Um, I am a composer uh, for uh, contemporary dance companies and films and a guitarist uh, and a general sound mangler. has been my Nintentions 1, which is from a a double album, uh, in which the first album is mainly concert music of mine. The second album contains a lot of cues from theatre music that I've written over the years. The the music for Nintentions 1 is music that I wrote in the early 80s, Um, and during which time I'd become very interested in electronic music rather than people's grand pianos and Mm. posh violins and that. Well, I mean, the way this album came into existence uh, was, um, uh, you know, you could say that it's a direct consequence of the first album that we released with the excellent Ants 
um, aunt, uh, Italian label, you know, run by, by Gianni, Gianni Antoniozzi. Um, we, uh, aunt decided to put out um, a record that we recorded as live bats. Uh, that we had all kind of, it was all done and mixed and, and, and ready, but we never really issued it, you know. So when Gianni, who was a great admirer of John, got to know about it, he, he got hold of us and, you know, asked us whether he could release it. Uh, so after that, um, I, speaking with him, I told him that I was quite sure that John must have so much of uh, the electronic music he was writing in the 80s, um, just, you know, lying around, kicking around on cassettes, you know, and it was just a matter of tracking it down. And um, um, so we just went through, you know, loads of cassettes and we found stuff that had never been been released. And uh, we kind of selected what was, uh, you know, the most kind of in indicative music of what you were doing at the time. And then we just, you know, went about correcting some, so, I mean, some of these cassettes had been lying around um, near magnets on, on top of fridges and whatever. You know. So there were things happening in the pieces that we had to take some decisions. You know, there's on, on the very first piece, the Merry Summarized return, return from Work, you know, there, there is a moment where all the high frequencies suddenly roll out and then come back in as if, you know, nowadays it would be a very trendy filter effect, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but it was quite quite an involuntary filter. And so we, we just, we've talked about whether we should do edits for those kind of things and we decided not to. Uh, and just, I, I explained it in my in my sleeve notes, you know, how, you know, sometimes you might hear something that sounds a bit wobbly or, you know, or maybe like a stereo image wandering from one channel to the other, but we decided to just leave it in. The piece we're going to hear next is called uh, Boschwalzer, and uh, Boschwalzer uh, contained um, an aspect of waltzing that um, comes from a dream bad dream that you had about waltzes in mm. which they they turned into nothing for this particular song um i i i i think that john was using some very very early um digital home keyboards um he, he used to have um, a big array of 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 early casio um portable keyboards um, which then we went on to use as kind of our main core sound emitting um, uh, arsenal from we, we, when we then started playing as live bats you yes. know yeah um, so I think that uh, in this particular song we're hearing um, early Casio uh, portable keyboards which were played through um, a delay pedal yeah, uh, an analog delay pedal, um, which I remember very well, and that was um, that was an early Boss uh, analog delay pedal, and, and that gives the kind of dreamy quality, you know, to the sound, to the to the nightmare waltz. <laughs> Thank you. 
the piece we're going to hear next, uh, it's got a title, it's called Breakfast at the Academy of Martial Arts. But uh, that's more um, a kind of friendly... <coughs> I have a <coughs> hunch of where that title comes from, because John used to own quite a vast collection of um, uh, sound effects on vinyl. And very often these vinyls had um, tracks that, you know, were about like kind of all out martial arts uh, fights, you know. And I remember we had really good times lis listening to those because it was just the sound of really bad actors <laughs> pretending to be, you know, angry at each other <laughs> and fighting. You know? So I'm quite sure that Breakfast of, uh, at the Academy of Martial Arts is inspired by, you know, actually going to one of those places and uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't the idea of actually doing mm -hmm. breakfast as well as occupied with martial arts was uh, mm -hmm. important to me.
this next track is called um, Trends Theme, and it's from a theatre production that you scored. Um, called which... The Assignment. Uh, to tell you the absolute truth, I can't remember a thing about it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I wrote music for probably 50 at least plays. And um, at the moment of writing, yes, I knew all about the play and what the actors were um, acting. And then I'd uh, forget about it totally yeah. thereafter. So once the music is done and you get actors talking all over yeah, it and yes. whatever, then it's time to just move on. And move on, yes. I mean, I, I, I remember you, you, you often would talk about Kraftwerk as, 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 a, as a band that you took inspiration from in terms of the way of going about using um, electronic instruments. Yes, uh, but I, I'd say probably in these um, kind of soundtrack-based composition, there's a, you were drawing a lot as well from the music, uh, very kind of mundane styles of music that would come from daytime television. Yes, and, yeah, absolutely. You know. mm. Yes, yeah, but doing a, 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 your own version, your your own electronic versions of, of yes, of the, the the music that I was copying was. Um, uh, music to basically relax to. It wasn't music to take seriously or, uh, or uh, find a meaning for. It's just music that somehow or other kept you, kept you happy. <laughs> Thank you. 
misbehaving with tonality is, uh, to my mind, uh, a very good way of behaving with it. Music that has uh, a quality of fun going for it. It's not uh, music to um, make your brain perform somersaults and do difficult things. It, uh, the, the kind of music that I found agreeable to listen to was uh, stuff that sort of char-chard along. <laughs> it's true that there is an element of humour that ties up, you know, your piano music, you know, your orchestral music with these pieces, you know, it's really the same kind of humour, you know, yes. finding yeah. things a, a, a little bit quirky and a little bit funny, you know. A little bit quirky is mm -hmm. a good expression. To end this episode, we'll now listen to the fourth track on this release, which is titled Singles Bar. Thank you.